Productions. Yo, 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 what's up? What's good? Welcome to Elm Street. I'm your boy. I'm your host, Money Elms, man. Like I always do, I got to give thanks to all of y'all, you know, because y'all are the ones who make us who we are. Without y'all, we are nobody. So salute to all of y'all. I appreciate all of y'all, the constant support, all the new subscribers, all the new followers, all of it, man. Much love. You know, I got a good show for y'all today, man. I got my humble right here, Phantom. What's up, bro? Yo, my name's Fathom, F-Triple-A-T-H-O-M. I'm the one. Already, already, man. Nice to have you here, man. Um, <clears throat> so, um, I know you just recently uh, started working with uh, Smooth Vega. Yes, sir. Already. Yes, sir. You know, we're going to talk a little bit more in depth about that, you know, see how it's going and, you know, how long y'all been working together. And uh, we're going to get to know you, you know, brief history, you know, everything you're, you're doing and everything you're going to do. So, yeah, man, um, we're going to start off, kick it off with uh, what's popping in the streets, man. So um, I don't know if you got to see, man. So, you know, Cardi's always crazy. <laughs> Cardi always gives it to me no matter what. And, uh, you know, and she did it again. So she was having this like autograph release party kind of. Yeah. And um and I guess she was giving her friends her fans a little bit extra. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? mean? Signing these CDs, you know, and uh she was actually rubbing the CDs and in intimate parts of her body, <laughs> you know, talking about, you know, you're gonna have the the scratch and sniff experience. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I was gonna ask you, so what's your take on it, man? Hey, if you have fans that are that excited about your body odor being on the CD, you yeah. won. Do what you got to do. Get it back. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, she was even licking some of these CDs. Are they still on sale? Hey. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't, honestly, I don't think she was even selling them. I mm. think she was, you know, autographing them and giving them away. Giving them away? I believe so. You know. That's DNA. You, you're getting a little extra, you know, from Cardi. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure those, those CDs uh, are going to be worth, be worth some money. Oh, yeah. You know, because uh, uh, we was talking uh, off the air about um, a pair of Michael Jordan draws that, you know, a while back they were on auction, you know, and some crazy dude or, if you uh, have or the, female. I don't know what it was, if it was a dude or if a female. If you see this video and you have the draws, please report back. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know what your life is like. <laughs> I mean, I mean, for you to be buying a, a pair of draws that somebody wore, I mean... Either you're just a crazy, crazy fanatic or you just, you know, you got some weird fetishes, man. How do they even procure them? <laughs> that is a good question. <laughs> Burglarized Jordan's house. I don't know. Somebody must have got a hold of them. But, I mean, that's crazy, bro. When, But, like we was talking, you know, there is, you know, people that are got infatuations with, with their celebrities or favorite artists or whatnot to where they'll go to the extreme mm -hmm. you know there's been been some cases where you know they'll break into those people's homes and they won't take nothing crazy they'll take some use uh clothing or or something just strange you know i'm like god you know you want you know not only do you want to get to know your artists you want to know how they smell <laughs> <laughs> They I mean, got all that. <laughs> hey, that's crazy, bro. But you know, people got some weird fetishes, fetishes out there. 
and it is what it is. Would, would you want a, uh, a Cardi CD with a little bit of odor? I just asked you if they're still on sale. <laughs> so that must be a yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's crazy. That's crazy, man. But <clears throat> it just goes to show the, the, the type of world that we're living in right now that um, people do anything. You a know? lot of super fans. Oh, yeah. You know, personally, me, hey, I'll pass. You know? But what if you could put the CD in the car? Hey, man, I'll get the CD and try to uh, resell it. Aha. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? For that value purpose. You wouldn't, you wouldn't scratch first? Ah, uh, no. Nah, Not scratch nor set? Nah. I don't think I'd be curious <laughs> like that, bro. <laughs> it's kind of be like the same thing as far as um, like on Instagram, you know. You know, somebody hit me like, hey, what's up? And I was like, hey, what's going on? And then it goes from what's up to, hey, would you like to buy some of my nude pics? And I'm like, nah, you know, that's, you know, respect the hustle, but that's not my thing. That's how they, they kicked it off? Yeah. That's how people kick it off all the time. You know what I mean? So it's like, and then, you know, people be selling their garments online too. So, but hey, hey, that's, that's not the type of stuff that I'm into, but hey, everybody got their own thing. That's a lot of weird bags out there and people be deep in them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, TMZ covered the story of, uh, you know, there's a video clip of Cardi, you know, rubbing the CD all over her body and, <laughs> you know, trying to give the most to her fans. So if you're lucky, you got a piece of Cardi out there somewhere flowing around, man. But uh, well, what's good with you, man? Man, I'm just I'm excited to be here. You know? Yeah. I love to chop it up, talk music, all that. Already, already, man. It was like I said. I'm, I'm glad you're here, and uh, we'll get, we'll get to know you a little bit better, man. So uh, let's, let's start off with uh, what year were you born? Ninety-seven. I'm twenty-six. Yeah, twenty-six. Okay. I got to that age where my friends now call me Unk. Unk. Yeah, it, it's not cool. <laughs> it's, it's not cool. I don't, I don't rock with it. He's, I don't like that nickname. <laughs> so where, where are you originally from? Uh, so I was born in uh, uh, Pennsylvania. Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Now I lived there for a couple of years, moved to Pittsburgh, lived there for a couple of years, moved to Georgia. Pittsburgh fan? I'm not really a, in the sports for the most part, but like I rock with them, you know, like to me, like only like only thing I've been finding myself getting more into is MMA. MMA. Because it's, it's just there's not really no allegiances to areas. It's just he can scrap better than he can. I rock with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So did you did you cut for that uh, Wiz Khalifa song when he first uh, dropped that uh, what is it Black and Yellow? I remember that I was in like seventh grade when that came out. I was a boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I think that was actually that was right when uh, that was like two years after we moved to Pittsburgh. So it was more like I was just kind of like looking around, like like cool that guy. He's talking about Black and Yellow, but I didn't. I don't know. I was just they were just talking about the Falcons like two years ago. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, <clears throat> So from Pittsburgh, you made your transition to, what was it, Atlanta, you said? Yeah, Atlanta. I was there from like 6 to like 11, no, 6 to 10, something like that, because I think I left in like fifth grade. Then we moved to Pittsburgh, and we were there for like 11 years. That's where most of my like growing up formative years happened. And I was at that point, my pops, he already came down to Dallas for work. So we were all visiting back and forth, back and forth. And then we started mixing it with some music stuff down here. And I would still be traveling back and forth, do music down there or down here, do music up in Pittsburgh. And then I realized, like, there's a lot of cool stuff that I don't have access to. Mm -hmm. 
just from the sheer size of the city, just the way like like the music in Pittsburgh, it's a cool scene, but it's really clicky. And if you weren't like there when this group kicked their shit off or when this this dude started his shit mm. and they build their circles, a lot of niggas don't really like to like expand that. I, I think that was the the reason that Pitts, Pittsburgh has some of the most talented artists I've ever personally interacted with. Mm. It's just there's a lot of ego, a lot of people not trying to build the scene together. That's but it's like when you look at Mac, you look at Wiz, they got big, yeah, kind of left, or they got big elsewhere before they got big in their own city, yeah. But you know that 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 happens a lot, you know, especially you know Dallas. Yeah. You could say Dallas kind of similar as far as uh, how you're describing, you know, Pittsburgh, because you know, as the similarities as far as you know, not everybody. Trying to stay on the same page, you yeah, know. Everybody, way, way. everybody wants to be that one solo person to blow up, you know. Instead of you know, hey, let's team up and let's go let's a lot, lot farther. Because there's not no, there's no one person that's good at everything. Yeah, like you get a lot more value putting a bunch of people's heads together and say, let's go, let's all focus on this. Yeah, we all gonna, we're gonna get there a lot faster. But unfortunately, we got egos. Human nature. Oh, yeah. So that sometimes gets in the way. And, you know, people start thinking, ah, it's like, no, he's over there doing this. Oh, he's doing that. And, you know, whatnot. But and half the time, they want you to come fuck with them. And you waiting on them to do the exact same thing. So, yeah. So, uh, so you are here in Dallas now. Mm -hmm. And um, so what year did you, you say you got into the music? Like 2012, 2013. Like uh, me and my friend, uh, I don't know what even like prompted us to do this, but we wanted to we wanted to remix this song called "Opposite of Adults" by Chitty Bang. Uh -huh. It was like a big like popping ass rap song when we were kids. It was cool because like they were like independent, yada yada. A lot of details that I didn't quite really have the brain for at the time as a kid. Like mm. I didn't know what how labels worked, all that. But they were buzzing off of this song, and I don't know what we why we did this, but we went in my basement. We grabbed his MacBook. We grabbed a pair of my AirPods. Or the uh, the wired Apple headphones. Yeah, record the whole song rapping, and we did like shit like that for a couple of years. Started like paying to go to studios around all that until eventually like he dropped off because it wasn't like a passion for him. And before I even realized it, like that was like woven into my entire being. Like I, I was always a musical person. Like, I always loved listening to music, singing all the time to myself. But it was never anything I realized that I could apply until we just started fucking around. And it was too late. <laughs> it was too late. So what would you consider as far as uh, the genre? Because I've heard some of your music. I can't I can just put it in this genre. Because, I mean, it, to me, it kind of sounds like you got this more versatile style. Yeah, no, I just, a lot of the music that I love is music that makes me feel. And yeah. a lot of the music that I love to make is I hear a beat and I said, okay, this immediately invokes an emotion for me. So now I got to go and expand on that feeling and, that's how a lot of things I'll make will come together just based on this feels like this. Let's, let's lock into that. Yeah. So you, which ones you, who, what artists are like some of like your inspirations or some of your, you know, these are your favorite artists, man, definitely like first three that came to mind, Drake, um, Mac Miller, Kendrick, just random ones. But for me, like Drake has always been like an example of, like you said, versatility. You put him on any beat, you put him on any feature, you put him on, any subject matter and the song more often than not is going to be a go. Yeah. Um, Kendrick is just like an example of like artistry, like pure, like 
artistry, like from the packaging to the, the music to the delivery, like everything is so like intentive. Because mm. you have that, uh, I like that one song, uh, you, you, you've said it a minute ago, Mo, was it Mojo? Mojo Jojo, yeah, the Mojo Jojo remix actually dropped today, featuring Kara Love, everyone go stream that. Okay, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so we went to Harrisburg a little bit ago, how was it, about three weeks? No, I'm I'm way oh, July. I way undershot that. We were in Harrisburg in July. Uh, uh, we met up with Kira. Uh, we shot the video. It was a super cool experience. You know, I've listened to that song, and then um, I forgot the name of that song. Uh, is it God? Uh, Hand of God. Hand of God. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I like that one too. You That's know, one of my favorites. Okay, I like the beat. It's a dope. Shout out, beat. Pip. And then the, the beats are, you know, like I said, I'm. It's it's not the typical beats that you would just you would just hear yeah no we uh (laughs) how we actually like kind of locked into the sound we're kind of working on like just and uh and deepening Mm. we were just in the studio like early on but when i was kind of really like starting to work with them uh shout out pip and we he started playing random beats and he played one for like 10 seconds and skipped over i said hold the fuck up you need to go back to that one and it just kept looping. I said, all right, yeah, we got this. We nailed the song like the next day that was slipping. And from there, we just locked in on that sound. And whenever we get in the studio, he asked me, so, bro, we trying to do something, something like this. Or he always says, we trying to do something cute. Cause that's what we call that kind of, that kind of beat, that kind of flavor. We just call it cute. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. funny. No, that's, 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 that's something different, man. Yeah. You know, but I'm digging it. I'm feeling it. I, I like your vibe. And uh, that's one thing that, that caught me. In the beginning, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, it's not your, I was expecting like maybe some, some gangster, some Southern, and then you kind of went left and I was like, okay, let me follow. Let me see where he's going with this. And, you know, I like it. I appreciate the journey. Different, you know, that's, that, that's what I like, you know, the artist when they could be artists and they could do what, what they feel. Mm-hmm. You know, not just follow a trend and do what everybody else is doing. It don't last. You know, because, you know, you, you don't want to hear a bunch of uh, Great Value uh, Drakes or <laughs> or Futures or 2 chains. Walmart brand Futures. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So that, that that's what I call those that that mock another rapper that's, that's already doing his thing. He's already in his lane. And here comes this artist and he wants to either bite the style or, you know try to sound similar mm-hmm. but you know your style is is unique thank you bro so that's what you know captivated me and you know what i mean i'm a fan you know what i mean so you know, to I, the su- family. I, I support <laughs> you know all local artists and upcoming artists you know that don't necessarily have to be local have to be from dallas you know could be from anywhere you know if your music is hot hey i'm gonna fuck with it you know what i mean so uh so I noticed uh, you was we was talking that uh, you recently started uh, working with Smooth Vega. Yes, sir. Shout out Smooth. That's the dude. Yeah, shout out to Smooth Vega, man. He's out there in Chicago right now. So uh, Bro, he was in LA like two days ago. I don't. Hey, I, hey the man is everywhere, I man. I never know how to keep track of it. <laughs> you know, I, that's one thing I'll say about Smooth. You know, he he stays busy. Yep. You know, and hey, that's that's the type of moves that I want to make. I want to stay busy. One day I'm here, one day I'm there. I'm just all over the place. Type you know, shit. you'll never know where I'm at. You know, so, you know, shout out to Smooth because, you know, my man's is doing things out here in the city. So, uh, you know, so how, how'd, y'all, how'd y'all link up? Um, well, so 
coach, Rudy Flores, put us on. He's He's been working with us, too, for a little minute, and he, uh, he made the connection for us. Okay. And it just kind of went from there. So, yeah, just been... In the studio, so uh, so what is what is he what is Smooth actually? Is he like managing or promoting or what? So part he's, of- he's mostly helping with like social media, because I, personally, I feel like a lot of the music is there. It's just yeah. the reach. It's getting it's people to hear. Because like you said, once you heard it, it's it was easy for you to fuck with it because it's different. Yeah, and I think you just got to put it in front of the, enough people and phew, to the yeah. So <clears throat> off the air, we was talking about uh, the label. Mm-hmm. You know your your pops is is uh, the CEO. Yes, sir. So, what's the name of the label? Notorious Music. Notorious Music. And how did the the name come about? Uh, so we were we were going back and forth, and initially, like when I was younger, like my whole music career started with this one name in mind for my future label it was Redefine Music. So, as we were him and I were going back and forth with like ideas and names, he threw Notorious out, and I said that sounds hard, and that was. We just let it stuck because the music is already there. The M-U-Z-I-K is like, I like that. It's it's different. It sticks out every time you see it. Obviously, it's not how the word is spelled. So you put Notorious on it. There you go. How is it to to work alongside your your pops? I mean, it's cool. You know, there's, there's an obvious point where you work with other people. You just meet them. You don't know them. You don't know their intentions. You don't, you can't, you obviously can't guarantee they got love for you and love for what you're trying to do actual have your best interests at heart and the inverse is you don't got to worry about that with family there are those families sometimes where you know what i mean that's true <laughs> i think yeah. i just i got lucky roll the dice right oh yeah that's true and then for for your pops to have that much faith in you and your music it's a good feeling oh yeah you know it, it's it's cool when um your family has your back mm-hmm. and you know they're willing to uh to support your dream you know, because there's, there's, you know, I mean, I can speak for myself. You know, it's, I don't have, I don't have a lot of family support behind me, but I do have it. Yeah. But <clears throat> if you know, if I had everybody rolling, hey, you know, that makes the team bigger, stronger, stronger. You know what I mean? Everybody push pushing towards the ultimate goal. Yeah, my sister, she just moved down here, like from Pittsburgh, not Pittsburgh, from Harrisburg, to do management for us. So, it's, it's everyone that's just locking in with us. Okay. Okay, so it's 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 a family business. Yep. Hey, that's that's good to have it like that, man. Mm-hmm. Blood is thicker than water. Oh yeah. Hey, you're lucky, you know, because I mean, if they're willing to, uh, you know, do what they do for you, you know what I mean. You know that's sh- that that means a lot. Mm-hmm. So what's um what can we expect from you in the, in, the, in the future? For the rest of the year, we're dropping music. So are you drop an album or are you just dropping singles? Singles, singles. They gonna have to tell me when the al- they're ready for the album. I'm not hearing enough. Not, not enough begging, you know. So after after this, uh, the Mojo. What's the follow up from there? We got the video for Mojo. Then next month we got some more music. Any, I'm just saying everybody till the end of the year. Any features coming up? Some features. We'll see. There's some things out there. Just gotta let see how it pans out. I don't want to, you know, don't want to jinx it, you know. Yeah, you call for the boogie man, he might show up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can we can we get a possible uh, Phantom featuring Louis the Singer? Hey, tell Smooth to make it happen. Hey, there you go, Smooth. Only Smooth could pull it off, man. But hey, yeah, that's dope, man. Um, <clears throat> that you actually uh, fucking around with Smooth. You know the man knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. and. Uh, 
appreciate you. You can take it to the next level, man. You know, so I was reading this um, this bio where there was a microphone that you was you was lend somebody lend you a microphone, and um, and then after a few weeks they came and and picked up the microphone, and it's kind of like you. You was in a space where you were like, it's like, damn, man, I should have taken advantage of that opportunity when I had it. Bro, it's crazy because it's actually the same mic I have now. Yeah. And it obviously made an impression on me, but it was, it was, I guess it was a combination of like writer's blog type shit. Just, I was looking at it every day and I was almost like mad to see it in front of me. Like, oh, you don't got nothing to say. And then as soon as he was like, yo, I'm opening up the studio. I need the mic back. I was like, you fold it on yourself. Oh wow, man! Yeah, but then he let me start using the studio for free, so it, it worked out. But it it just, <laughs> in that instant moment, I was like, it was a moment of regret. Yeah. So now, now you you own one of those microphones. I do have it at the crib. Oh, okay. I don't really record at the crib though. I'm only at the at the studio. Okay. Yeah. So so do you do you record your music? Do you do pre recordings at home and then go to the studio or? It really depends on the song. Like some songs, like I produce too, but so, so some beats I'll make at home. I'll chuff it up or sometimes me and Pip will sit down in the studio and make something from scratch. I'll take that, listen to it, kind of rewrite, go back, revisit, see what I come out with. Because I feel like I slow cook a lot of songs because that's when it just fall off the bone. Okay. I heard uh, you're Tyler, the creator fan. Huge. I grew like I met Tyler in uh like 2014 just on the street. Oh and, really? Yeah. Just walking or what? what yeah, my it? parents they uh at one point they were they had a clothing business so they would go to California to source items. Yeah. And see where they wanted to get it. And I said like they took me one time and I said I only have one request for this entire trip. Let's just go to the Odd Future store. This is like 2014 back when the store was big, popping Odd Future was still Odd Future before they all kind of split up. And I get there and I'm looking around the store, no one from Odd Future is there. I said I mean, I get it. They're all famous. They're probably traveling. Yeah. No chance that someone's going to be here. And I turn and look to my right, and Supreme was just a couple stores down. Tyler was sitting in front of that store, not his own. <laughs> <laughs> Sit here. People going to come in and buy something. Yeah. You at Supreme. Oh, wow. So how, how was that? It was super cool. Like, I played him some music. And in hindsight, I know he was being super nice because if I heard that song right now, I wouldn't put the song out. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... He was he was super supportive. He said, "Yeah, man, keep chasing it." I said, "I'm gonna get a verse from you one day." He said, "Do it." I'm like, all right, hey, make yeah. it happen. Hey, that'd be dope. And I have the picture saved on my phone too, so when I do meet him, I'm gonna be like, "You don't remember me, but look." Yeah. And I'm trying to see if he if I can spark that conversation in his memory. But at that point, we'll be peers, so it'll it'll be a little different. Hey, I'm a, I'm a big believer in speaking stuff into existence. Facts. You know, it, it's funny because. Um, you know, I was telling my friend and he actually he actually reminded me this the other day. So I was just telling you that I interviewed the DOC mm-hmm. and um, that's that's one of the, my main things was like, you know what? I'm going to have the DOC sit in that chair. You know, I got to interview, him. you know, give him his flowers. Mm-hmm. And I spoke it into existence, bro. And boom. Before you knew it. They, yeah, exactly. You know, he was sitting right there. I'm over here like. Like, like, damn, I couldn't believe that I was, you know, I was doing what I said I was going to do. 
You know, so I'm a big believer in, you know, speaking stuff into existence, put it down to the universe, and then the universe will will speak and give to you. From your lips to God's ear. But I I also believe in a higher power, you know what I mean? You know, my God, you know, that makes things happen. You know, he's the one that opens doors. You know, he is the universe. So, you know what I mean? That's one thing when, you know, you speak into existence, you know, that's what I'm talking about. I'm, that's what I'm talking to. Because you're listening. You like know, from, exactly. from your lips to God's ear. Oh, yeah. You know, I also, I also watch out what I say because, you know what I mean? <laughs> Still listening. <laughs> hey, because that could be a, a curse on a zone, man. You know, that's, that's what they always say, you know, just, just watch out because the tongue is very powerful. You know, you could say something that later on you could end up regretting it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so that's that's the way it is, man. So, who would you like to do collabs with, like, major stars that are out there right now? I mean, obviously, I want a Drake feature. Uh, I had actually on my wall back in Pittsburgh, I wrote, like, actually with Sharpie, wrote them on my wall. And it's sad, but Mac Miller was, like, number two. Unfortunately, he's no longer with us. But, bro, like, I I wanted that feature bad. Drake, Mac, um, Aries, Breakins. Like I listen to a lot of like just a lot of different stuff. So I would I definitely want to get genre bendy with it. Yeah. So you just don't mainly just stick to what's mainstream. No, because what's mainstream is just what people accepted. Yeah. If it's good, people can also accept that too. I mean, because there's a lot of underground artists that, you know, even I mean, we talk you talk about uh Kendrick. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to I used to jam out to Kendrick when he was K Dot. K Dot, yeah, C four. Yeah, you know what I mean? Back in the day before he blew up, all, all them boys, uh, Absol, Schoolboy Q. And I, when I first heard them boys from TDE, I was like, I said, man, then I, this is what I'm talking about. That was like the first big rap group that I like got into like as a whole. Like everyone was cold, just across the board, everybody cold. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's crazy because I would love to see a, uh, a black hippie album. You know, Kendrick, Schoolboy. I don't Absol. think it. I think it's too late, man. Nah, I don't, I don't think it is, man. <sighs> Bro, I wish, but like, I almost feel like Kendrick is now just. I think he wants to do like the fully solo thing because he even left the label. He started uh, him and they started PG Lang. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, but that that was expected because you know he was only supposed to do a, you know he's only he's only signed to a certain amount of albums. That's true. With TDE, you know, I mean, it's, I'm pretty sure it's, it's gonna. Is gonna come to an end with you know with uh, Dr. Dre as well. Yeah, TDE is under Interscope, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, because they had signed that deal. Yeah, that joint venture deal. Yeah. So yeah, man, um, that'd be dope to see though, man. You know, you get some of those dope features. You know, that'd be that definitely got to be some on the bucket list, man. Certain features I already know that I'm gonna bring a verse and have to rewrite a verse. Like you put me in a booth with Absol, it's like. Let me just hear what's about to happen so I know what where I need to put myself at. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, them boys are going to come with it. He said on a song, uh, you, you either UFO or UFO, get out of my face. And I, it took me like five minutes, but I literally like almost pulled the car over <laughs> and just read the whole song. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's dope when an artist could do that. You know, they'll, you know, like who used to do it for me was Nas. Mm-hmm. You know, I play a nice album, a record, and I want to catch everything all in that one time. So I will go back a, 
third, fourth time hearing this, that same song. And I'd be like, oh, damn, this mm -hmm. is what he was talking about. You know, blows your mind. You, you pick know? Nas over Jay-Z? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I think uh, Nas killed him. You know, when they did that, that, yeah, uh, that battle. He said, I left condoms in your baby seat, though. The what? He said, he left, I left condoms in your baby seat. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's crazy, nigga. Hey, it was crazy because I went to a, a Nas concert. It was a, it was maybe a year, a couple years after um, that whole beef. Yeah. I think they had uh, they had teamed up when, when I- I've I seen that uh, picture. Jay-Z ended up signing Nas. And, uh, you know, the whole crowd was, was, was screaming for Ether. Ether, Ether. That's it. You know what I mean? And, you know, Nas is like, what are y'all screaming out there? I can't hear it. And then, you know, somebody that was close by, you know, right there by on the front stage is like, Ether. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, you know, I murdered him on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know who won? That's <laughs> childish. Hey, he, he didn't do the song, and I think he did it out of respect. That's fair. You know what I mean? At the time, you know, they were doing their thing. No, that can mess a business. <laughs> Those are real people. Hey, but that would have been dope if he would, he would have jumped into that song, man. It would have been crazy if he stops and then there's a J-verse right there. And Jay, they remixed it type shit. So I, who would you, you would be your ultimate, like your favorite rapper? If you asked me this a couple of years ago, I would have probably said either Drake or M. But I, Eminem? Yeah. Um... I feel like I'll take the safety pick and go with Drake because that's still the only artist I like hey, locking with. Since, like since you said uh, you brought up Eminem, let me ask you this: So, what did you? How do you feel about that that subject as far as um, that they they always want to put M like ah the only reason why you're top five is because you're white. You know what I mean? And then the, you know, and then you know, hip hop's majority is you know is black. Mm -hmm. So, what, what what's your take on that? Man, I think how big Eminem is is a combination of time and place yeah. and who he was standing next to. Obviously, his talent wouldn't have changed. He is, if you were being like, just talking about it on a technical level, he's top five artists, like just rappers. Like he's top five rappers with the ability to strictly rap. Yeah. But go back to the 90s. Put yourself in that mode. If you saw a, just a like a big black dude singing, hi, my name is... Chicka chickas, I would. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> shady. Yeah, I would. Come on now, <laughs> it had to be the white boy with the with the blonde hair. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like with him, it all depends. Like it all depends on who he was standing next to and when he. Like Dre was the mm -hmm. one of the biggest cosigns you could have ever got. Eminem is as big as he is because of his talent. But if he didn't have people walking him in the door at that time, I don't think he would be as big as he is because people always make that comparison to cannabis. Cannabis, the Eminem and cannabis are so similar. I mean, he can do all the things Eminem can rap wise, but where's cannabis? I don't think I don't think the the color of a person's skin, you know, should uh, I guess determine what where in hip hop, you know, you no facts, you know absolutely. I, mean? I think it should be based on your skill, absolutely. Because Jack Harlow, you know what I mean. If, he, if, nobody if, should talk about him crazy. Oh, you know, he, that's that's another one. You know, he's super talented. I don't, his last album and then the album he dropped after, like the, his debut, mm -hmm. um, Come Home, The Kids Miss You. And then the one he dropped after, I cannot think of the name of it. It's, it's a lot shorter though, mm -hmm. but he's just rapping his ass off. And I think it's because that album 
people were, there were a lot of reviews saying it's cool. It's good, but it's a pop out. Like they were like pushing him into that pop category. And he, I could, I could hear that with my rapper ear and go, Oh, he's mad. They saying you don't rap like that. And this whole, this whole next project is just bars, bars, bars and metaphors and shit that you would not be able to, to do if you're really in that category. And I think, I think now he's, he's solidified in that and he's going to continue on that. Cause those songs were big still. I didn't think he had to go that route that he went, but it was probably like label interference or something. Like, I don't know. Cause it sounds so much better. You know, that Jackman. Jackman, that's what it was. Yeah. Jackman is, that's just a, that's a hip hop album. Okay. Like that's a hip hop rap album. No, no fluff. See, that's, that's the only thing I don't like when they kind of, you do some music and it kind of sounds popish and they want to throw you into the pop category. Nah, it's, you know, it's a hip hop at the end of the day. I think it all depends on how you do it. And I think you could hear the difference if, if someone wanted to do it that way yeah, or if they were made to do it that way. Cause some of those songs, even on the album sounded like this came from a label connection or this one, you wanted to do this one. Cause it still had that, it still it fit the project, but this one just sounds pure to me, you know? Yeah. Whereas that next album, Jackman, he was just, you know, send 12 beats. I just just send all twelve. I'll use every single one and just chew them. And that's usually what it what it, what it is is when that artist decides to go commercial. Yeah, and that's when they well, he's not hip hop anymore. He's on the pop. And I, it's weird because I have noticed that there's a connotation that to be like pure hip hop, you got to not be big, and it's just like that's not true. Yeah, kind of. They look at it like selling out. No, it's just it's hot shit, and it got bigger. Like that's that's really all it is. I mean, but isn't isn't the goal to be on radio? For most people, I would say yeah. But for some artists, I don't know, they would not approach it that way for the sake of being purist. But like that's small minded thinking. Yeah, I think what you should your goal should be is to whatever your sound is to make it as big as it can possibly be. I mean, are those your goals? Absolutely. I don't want to be an underground artist. (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to dethrone niggas. <laughs> hey, trying to get to them bags. Yeah. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But um, hey, man, I want to appreciate you for coming through, man. You know, sharing a little bit of your story with us, man. Absolutely, bro. Thank um, you for having me. You got any shout outs you want to send out there? Man, shout out to the whole team. Shout out Notorious Music. Shout out Healthy Habits. Uh, we got a lot more music coming soon. Mojo Jojo is out today featuring Kira Love. Go stream that. It's going to be your favorite song, just like all the other ones. So lock in with me. Uh, give them your, your media platform or something like that to get following. So everything is F-A-A-T-H-O-M, F-A-A-T-H-O-M on Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, literally everything. You'll find me three A's. You know, I'm pretty sure, you know, you're going to have success. You know, you got Smooth Vega behind you. Hey, and, 100% uh, I will. Like you said, from someone's listening. Oh, yeah. Speaking of two sixes, my brother. You know what I mean? I'm most definitely going to happen, man. All right, man. Yeah, man. So stay tuned. Y'all stick around so y'all can check my man's video out. So uh, let me know what y'all think in the comments. Make sure to like, subscribe, all that, man. And like I said, man, keep your ears to the streets. We'll catch you on the block, man. It's your boy, Money Elms, man. Peace. Scotty, pivot. Mojo back in the gym working out. I got a Joe Star back. Phone silent and the stupid. I'll call you back. 
Really need attention, then send an image attached. My flow pristine, clean lit stream. Had pipe dreams, now I'm feeling like speed. No one like me, you don't gotta like me. Your girl love me, don't take it lightly. Yeah. Light it up, I'm tight as fuck. Yeah. She write it rough, I call her. Yeah. Side with us, we going up. Blowing up, blowing up. Any way you show me up, I don't show up. Quote me, bruh. My score is up Either way you out of touch And easily I'm coming up I'm grown as fuck I might even touch your mouths How the fuck I be in that mode I be awfully smacked Pull up in that tenant rose It be mostly black Even if the motion slow Just know it always stack I could never spin a black Don't want no old hold back All I do is smile They gon' bleed a fifth from PA She get on my face And do that thing up with her hips Gotta think it I'm a child Boy I'm throwing fists Won't let no nigga come around Especially if he ain't no trick Never begging for a spot I'll make my own way in this bitch Had to fix me up a plate Cause what they gon' make me sick Ain't feeding off the flesh Only time I'm acting right Don't even move the same Let alone share the same appetite Can't avoid the problems Cause it's simply just gon' magnify You wanna put me up on game I'll pick it up like satellite Money green like CeeLo Throwing shots we reload Ain't beefing with nobody That's just trapped inside their ego Trapped inside their ego Sticking to myself That's a Chico Switch, switch, Millie on my wish list Vanilla on the cardigan Coated in toboggan Do a stretch and start again On my way to red form Flow infectious airborne Keep your fucking mask on Numbers on the dashboard Multiply my cash flow Speaking to existence That's a fact that I hold So I focus on gold Cause silver's cool But silver ain't where I go I've been told my given name is king So I live it to the fullest I ain't taking none of your bullshit There's a blessing in my orbit I ain't stressing, I ain't orbit Peace of mind expensive And with this I know I can't afford the top five in your heart and on the motherfucking Forbes bring the course. Ain't no chorus, nigga. It's just me, nigga. F triple A T H O M. I'm him, nigga. Fuck you talking about. We out. Ooh.